0: Hello, welcome to another episode of the Haiku Poet Podcast. Today, we are going to just do a quick book review. It's actually one, two, three, four, five, six, seven books on beekeeping. And one to just do a real fast overview of maybe some of their high points or what we appreciated about the different books. Take a deep breath. It's so exciting. Sometimes it's hard to slow down. (laughs) So the other night as I was reading, I looked at this stack of books and I thought, wow, if one doesn't appeal, there's six others to dive into. So favorite is The Barefoot Beekeeper by Philip Chandler. He is out of the UK. And he does quite a few top bar hives, and he is quite treatment-free in his approach. I heard him as an interviewed guest on the Treatment-Free Beekeeping Podcast with Solomon Parker. Second book, The Practical Beekeeper, Beekeeping Naturally by Michael Bush. This one is... Very thick. It almost looks like the size of the Lord of the Rings or the Bible or some other long, long story. Uh, It is basically transcribed from his uh, verbal talks. And so some of the some of the sentence structure is maybe different than I might write it, but he does include quite a few pictures. He's got a lot of question and answer, and his his interesting approach is, let's make it work in a way that works for both people and bees. If it's not working for people, it's not working. If it's not working for bees, it's not working. We don't need to complicate the matter. All right, um, the one. third one, a guide to natural beekeeping in top bar hives by Christy Hemenway. This one, it's all black and white photos, but gets pretty, um, pretty specific on even the potential switching, the arrangement of a top bar hive, gets into disease at the end, talks a little bit about different approaches. She is creator of the Gold Star Honeybee's top bar hive and it's a pretty well thought out hive she is on the side of ultra organic uh, no chemicals no pesticides not willing to even have plexiglass for a viewing window so one of the things that i like about top bar hives is that oftentimes there's an observation window so you're able to flop down this piece of wood That would have some insulation attached to it and you can look right into the hive so as a new beekeeper it gives you more access to the bees behavior without actually getting in there and messing with it one other thing i would mention that i really like about the top bar hive or the horizontal hive design is that each of the top bars actually touch each other so when you lift up the top of the beehive the bees aren't automatically exposed to tons of change in light and temperature because all the top bars touch each other, creating this solid kind of platform across the top. And then one bar at a time, take it out, look at it, replace it. All right, third, fourth book is Beekeeping Self-Sufficiently by Joanna Ride. This book was pretty clever Uh, They have recipes in the back. They talk about doing a solar extractor for uh, melting your wax. Some basic stuff about uh, swarms and boxes. And just kind of a nice overview to get, get a feel for beekeeping. Fifth book, Build Your Own Beekeeping Equipment by Tony Pisano. I really enjoyed this because it looks at traditional Langstroth equipment, it looks at top bar hives, it talks about building your own frames, building jigs for making frames, and in this book, they had something that I thought was pretty clever and that is take a five gallon bucket, attach it, to a paint roller, attach the paint roller to a long extension pole, and now you have yourself a swarm-catching contraption. So if the bees, honeybees, are swarming, they're gathered on a branch that's 20 feet high, you're not climbing up on a ladder trying to trim a branch or hit the branch and hope they fall into the box. You're able to just nudge the branch with your 5-gallon pail Hopefully the queen and most of her bees go into the bucket. You can put a top with some ventilation on it. You can, ventilation ventilation, like a screen. So you wouldn't want to, you wouldn't want to seal it so that they couldn't breathe. Like a window screen. There you go. Exactly. So we have ourselves an extension pole that can go up to 20 feet. We've got a bucket that's ready, and now we just need to attach the paint roller handle onto the bucket, and we're good to go. So that was fun. There are some color pictures in this book as well. Yes, there's another book, the sixth book, Building Beehives for Dummies by Howland Bloxton. This one is your typical something for dummies. You know, there's computers for dummies, uh, car maintenance for dummies, carpentry for dummies. It doesn't mean dummy like stupid. It means it's easy, it's simple, it's beginners. I think uh, maybe a nicer title would be Building Beehives for Beginners. Okay, what I enjoyed about this book, they do have pretty detailed plans. Um, they talk about a few different styles, like an observation hive, building the nukes, the Kenyan top bar hive. So we've got a lot of different options, which is nice for exposure. It is all black and white. Uh, I think that information is good, whether it's black and white or color, but I will say beekeeping equipment had five pictures that were in color, and that looks like the, that was really enjoyable. The, um, Sure. Yeah, they've got a few little cartoony things. Okay, last book that we're going to review is Wisdom for Beekeepers, 500 Tips for Successful Beekeeping. And this one, it's by James E. too. And it's interesting because they divide the different areas by topic. So, for example, beekeeping equipment. And then they have about 100 tips. And then pollination and biology Getting Live Bees, Ailments of the Honeybee, The Beekeeping Year, Honey Uses, uh, and then Honeybee Byproducts. So it was fascinating to read through we it. Uh, maybe after we've we had. More. Yeah, we did review all seven books. Wow. Yeah, this was my favorite The Barefoot Beekeeper by Philip Chandler. If you get a chance, listen to his interview with Solomon Parker, or, or pull him up on YouTube. He speaks with a, an English accent, and it's really fun to hear. And some of his podcasts that he produces, The Barefoot Beekeeper, he takes walks in the field, in the heather, and he speaks of the butterflies, and the flora, and the fauna. And one podcast, he even has a dog with him, and the dog is running around. So, that is our beekeeping book review. If we look around the garage, we see a small chest freezer, and if you smell in there, it so ooh, it smells good. so good! It and smells like lemongrass. I see. Here's a frame. We're
1: making, a bees, we're, we're making bees. with this um, with this freezer, right? Because all the bees can make honey right there, and so that's why we're making it Enough. with that.
0: That's true, Eve. You want to take a look? Look at that. All right. We also have, over this way, we've got the beginnings of a horizontal hive made out of pallets. And then we've got a few sheets of plywood. We've got the plywood right over here for building some more land frames hives. And Elliot, what did you want to say?
1: Um. uh, And so this long thing over here, all of the bees are going to go in there and they are make... and they're going to make their hive in here. Yes, that's
0: that's a swarm trap. So we're going to bait that with a little lemongrass oil and hope that the bees Ah. will come there and then we can put them into our hive. All right, last little thing to talk about. Here we've got a frame builder. It's called a jig. What is this? We see a piece of wood. Jacob, what do you got? The
1: The top. Oh.
0: top. What's this little, there's a cut in the top of this bar.
1: That's so that um
0: they can build their honey on. Yeah, so the bees will create a wax comb and then they put their honey in there. Caleb, the yeah. top bar gets attached to two other bars. What are these bars called? So we've got a top and then what are these? Side, bar. Side bars. Good. And Elliot, what do you think that is? <laughs> Bottom bar and you can put a little dowel in the middle and that helps the honeybees create nice straight comb. Honey
1: yes.
0: Yes, so this particular style of frame that we're doing, it's a little bit larger and a little longer. And the idea it comes out of Russia. and the idea is that the bees can winter over in colder weather easier the hive will be thickly insulated to help mitigate changes in temperature. And this principle comes off of the Layens frame hive design. And there is a book called Beekeeping with a Smile. It's got a little six-year-old boy on the cover, and he is eating some honeycomb. That is probably my all-time favorite book, right along with the barefoot beekeeper. Let's uh, let's just say one well one thing about the feeling of the garage as it is our beehive workshop right now. Cosette, you want to start us off? How does the garage feel? Good. It feels good. Do you like beehives? Yes, that's shaking head.
1: We're gonna be Elliot, going, when,
0: we're gonna what's be, one thing that you have to say about the garage, sir.
1: I like it. yeah, we can do bee keeps in the um garage and i like how we can make bees in the garage so we can make honey
0: evie how do you like the garage good and caleb come here what's something that you have uh just a observation about the garage or how it might change or how it feels right now it
1: might change because um because daddy has always been saying that it feels a little stuffed so, <laughs> so, so we might make a bigger garage
0: it would be fun to have a big pole shed someday wouldn't it, it would yeah would right. yep so we're not gonna all talk at the same time though okay so right now Jacob's gonna talk.
1: Well, I'm enjoying making beehives, and um, so that we can make honey, and um, it will and um, it will be um, and we can see the bees, and um, it was it's really cool.
0: Awesome. All right, so I'm gonna close with this haiku: the garage, the smell of sawdust, the laughter of children. Mm. The garage, the smell of sawdust, the laughter of children. So many good memories have taken place in this garage. We've taken pallets apart. We've used hand saws. We've used power saws. We've used sanding blocks. You've learned how to use hammers and pencils and squares and lots of screwdrivers. And so I really like spending time with you. Even if we don't get one drop of honey. It's really fun to be pursuing something that's brand new with you. It's fun to be researching. It's fun to put our hands to something. Especially when we take pallets apart. The wood costs us no money. It's free. Mm -hmm. And we're able to create something with our hands. So... I want to say thank you to each of you. And then we'll do one last haiku. It'll be a little bit funny. And it's the idea of sometimes the garage does feel a little cluttered. And this kind of ties in with the idea of seven books on beekeeping. And that is sometimes it costs to have a lot of dreams. Money? I'm not talking about money. Sometimes it costs to have a lot of dreams. Sometimes to be an enthusiast I have one more question. makes you tired. No, it doesn't make you tired. It leaves you even more wide awake. All right, what's your question, Elliot?
1: Um. So, um, um when we were at the chicken swap, we made um, we made pallets for the first chicken swap. But when, he went there and Christopher was there and mm-hmm. and the last What was time, he selling? Um he was selling a honey and um Dan and Kristen came over and we and we traded a pallet for them. Mm-hmm. And a so it's a
0: pallet planter, right? Yeah.
1: And, and so um, when we were at the chicken shop, we um I got a little honey yep. and 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 we got to eat some of it cuz we traded a pl- uh, we, we, cause we, tra- cause we traded, um, Cause we traded our pallet planter, and so um and so that's how it goes.
0: That's how it goes. Caleb, do you have anything to add to that?
1: Um, we we did trade um another pallet planter for a ton of garlic, and Daddy made a lot of hot stuff.
0: Yes, we added some garlic and some hot green peppers. And, and Jacob, taste. can you tell us something about these pallet planters? How do you make them?
1: With pallets.
0: Right. So how do you like? Do you leave it as one big giant pallet?
1: No. What do you do? Um, we cut them.
0: So you cut it to a length of probably a foot and a half, and then the width of a pallet, right? Yes. And you can put a little plant in there, a little dirt, something like that. Yes. Cool. Well, to be continued, right? Kazette? that. Can you sign us off? Can you say bye bye?
1: I want to watch and we go uh, to our shop and our Christmas and
0: and eat. Hmm. Are you thinking about the chicken swap?
1: No. So, uh, uh, do a campfire.
0: You like doing campfires? Yeah. Me too. And a
1: campfire, uh, Christmas up, and and, and a do um, a taco. Um, not. Eggs.
0: Pistachios.
1: Pistachios. And some 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 uh
0: Eve, you're um, really doing that so far.
1: Yeah.
0: I like it.
1: Some tacos. You like
0: tacos? Yeah.
1: Just some tacos at a uh, cushion stop.
0: Excellent. Alright, can you sign us off? Say bye-bye.
1: Bye bye.